1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Good night, and now good morning. Welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app, watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL on YouTube, and follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Hey, joining us on the program today, college football analyst Michael Felder will talk about Washington versus Oregon and the college football playoff picture. And then at 11 o'clock Eastern time, former Major League Baseball player Todd Frazier will join us to talk about all things division series But first, we have to react to last night's exciting matchup on Monday Night Football between the Packers and the Raiders. The Packers do not cover the plus one and a half. Instead, it's the Raiders winning this one 17-13. This game went all the way under the total of 46. Jacoby Myers got his first touchdown, and if you bet on that, 13-1 to was the payoff there. But, Joe, among all of the really exciting things that happened on Monday Night Football, what stood out to you?
1: Yeah, and hearing Joe Buck's voice as we are now in the divisional round of the MLB playoffs, I wish he was calling baseball you know, especially after yeah, a boring game yeah. like last night. Like he would bring that little extra something as I hear his voice after you know, in base in October. I'm like, oh, I wish he was using, we'll see you tomorrow night. Like he was so darn good at it. But, anyways, uh, yeah, that was pretty boring, but I liked it because <laughs> the, the under was clear. It was it was clear and easy. I mean, it was uh not much of a sweat there. So the Raiders end their three-game skid and the questions that I had when certain numbers were looking good early on for Jordan Love, I'm like, oh, yeah. That's why those metrics were looking poor for him and we're starting to see it. Like just just little things. If Even just pushing the three interceptions away, just how that game ended. Dude, you got a timeout in your pocket. You got 45 seconds on the clock. It's third and 10. You don't need to throw it up for grabs in the end zone. You don't need to. And it looked like someone they had a, he had a player open in the middle of the field Like, I get it gets tight down in the red zone and how difficult that is, especially for a young quarterback, but that was a brutal mistake. And uh, a lot of the players that we were expecting to go off, that didn't happen because nobody did, Aaron. Neither team had 300 yards of total offense. I I think neither team had 200 passing yards in this game. (laughs)
2: christian watson oof, i bet he's not in a good mood i mean jordan love looks so bad i saw this interesting stat on nfl network 57.7 passer rating since week three second lowest in the nfl so i guess for uh the packers you could say the bye coming at a good time they need to figure some things out and figure it out quick but when they come back I don't think the schedule's too bad. You got Broncos, Vikings, Rams. Maybe they can be in some of those games.
1: But they're still the Packers. I mean, they lost to the Raiders last night. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the schedule can open up, but what? What are you? You know what like is? That, right. What
2: are doing?
1: Yeah, I lose a game like that. What are you this meant
0: bad. for? Yeah. If if there is any kind of silver lining, it might be who else is in that division. Maybe there's a team that is no longer in contention. We'll get to that in Mm -hmm. just a bit. But to me, the game plan here was simple. Max Crosby wreaking havoc. He certainly did enough of that. So hopefully you guys tailed my advice on getting a sack there and betting on that. But the big thing with Jordan Love is at the start of the season, he was really good at those like intermediate to deep passes. Even without Christian Watson, he was pretty good at that. But the Raiders largely took that away. And when it comes to passes for 10-plus air yards, one of eight, 77 yards, three interceptions. Oh, dear goodness. This is not good. Christian Watson, three, three catches, 91 yards. Love was successful early by airing it out. But if that's not going to be there, that's largely his M.O. That's what's supposed to make Jordan Love special, is his ability to get ahead of the sticks. And that hasn't happened as of late. And because of it, this Packers offense has been just downright anemic and something needs to change for them to be in contention. So we'll see what happens as far as that's concerned. But we got to get to some big news uh, elsewhere in the NFC North. And that Mm -hmm. is that Justin Jefferson is going to injured reserve with a hamstring injury, meaning he will miss at least four games. He could miss more than that. And of course, the Vikings have the Bears coming up, so that's a big deal. But Joe, when you hear this news, what are the short-term consequences? And are there, hint, hint, wink, wink, long-term consequences with Justin Jefferson being out?
1: Even before this news, just after the result of last night, I I think it was it's pretty obvious. And, you know, it's like how many teams that we thought had a chance at the playoffs can possibly miss the playoffs in the NFC. Like somebody's got to get those sixth and seventh spots uh into the <laughs> postseason. Okay. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> like, yeah, you'll get two teams from the West. You'll probably get two teams in the East, maybe a second team in the South. But I was, my reaction was last night that, okay. It's probably going to be the Lions within the division. And it's the only team that represents the NFC North in the postseason. And then this morning you get this news with Jefferson. I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because where's the run coming from? Do you trust the Packers and Jordan love based on what we've seen. And just like every year, the injuries are already piling up for them. They didn't have Aaron Jones last night, which, which was a big deal. It always is when you don't have Aaron Jones, they don't have their left tackle. Uh, that's probably going to get worse. We'll see, but yeah, Minnesota, they got the bears this week. They're a slight road favorite. That number got to two and a half. And I was sitting here thinking it doesn't matter about Jefferson. Jefferson, But what is the front office going to do? How are they going to approach it? Everyone believes this is the last stand for Kirk Cousins. Now you've got Justin Jefferson going on IR. They are bringing younger pieces like uh, Jerome Addison. They completely revamped the defense that has had their struggles. I expect them to continue to have their struggles. But Aaron, I feel like we're adding teams every day to the, to the tank list. It's like, (laughs) <laughs> are we going to be at half the league at this point? Like the addition this week is, Oh, the Patriots need to tank. And now we're saying, okay, now the Vikings need to tank. there's only going to be so many that are able to do this. Somebody has got to win games every Sunday.
2: <laughs> well, there should be enough good quarterbacks in this draft to have a handful of teams tanking. Maybe this is the year to do it, but yeah, the Vikings one and four, they beat the, one of the worst teams in the nfl it's just been a lost season kirk cousin he becomes a free agent what are they gonna do this is just an absolute disaster i think you've it's rebuilding time right like this that this is over this vikings team as we know didn't, it i i just think this is bad for them
1: didn't Church tell us that this summer He's like they're rebuilding without announcing that they're rebuilding. That's exactly what's happening. And the way this has fallen at the start of the season, man, he, he might be right. And they might be in the basement here. Mm -hmm.
0: Defensively. That was painfully obvious. I mean, Daniel Hunter has been playing very well, but with all of the blitzing that they've been doing, you really don't have too many players you can point to and say, you know what you can build on this defense with this guy. Like it's not really happening that much. And so Defensively, I think it's a lot more obvious that they are rebuilding. Offensively, the Kirk Cousins thing, I mean, that's lasted a few years, but now it does seem like there's something there. Uh, I don't need to tell you guys how great Justin Jefferson is, but I'll do it anyway in my own way, I suppose. Six in the NFL and team air yard share prior to last Sunday. Vikings relied on him a lot with a 43% team air yard share. And what makes him so dangerous, it's all the routes that he can run. Uh, He's really good in crossers, in-routes, posts. The versatility is going to be really hard to replicate. And so the short-term consequence is – I think this is more of a TJ Hawkinson kind of offense where the throws are going to be a good bit shorter to the tight end. And he's probably the guy you want to tail when it comes to prop bets and things like that. And why the Vikings will be in contention against the bears and why that game will be close is because I'm expecting a bit TJ Hawkinson kind of a game. But that to me is how the mm-hmm. offense is going to go. Whatever happens with Jordan Addison, like it's he's not the next man up it's Hawkinson carrying a big figure. That's, what'll happen with his vikings offense in the short term in the long term though would you love to see Kirk cousins in a jets uniform come on let's go i'd love to see that happen wave that no mm-hmm. trade clause and make it happen joe
1: no <laughs> i would, I would why not you know? no wait no, why no, why, why would i love to see York? that come on. no no, yes i Every day we're going to say, oh, this is the new team that Kirk Cousins. <laughs> what What do you have to give up to get mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins? For, for a Kirk Cousins rental, we always have this conversation in baseball. What do you have to yeah. give up right now?
0: Gee, I don't know. Good question. Like, what are you doing uh... with it?
1: You're the Jets. You bring in Kirk Cousins. What are your expectations? It better be Super Bowl because I'm not giving up sure. assets for a Kirk Cousins rental. You got Aaron Rodgers sitting there <laughs> for next year. <laughs>
0: But, I mean, there are defensive players that the Vikings can build around, like, who they are. I mean, you're not going to give up, like, Sauce or Quinnen or someone like that. But no, no, you're giving up picks. Think they're... You're giving up picks. Right, you're How giving up picks. picks. And, and what they yeah. are, I, I haven't really put a trade machine together uh, to know. But still, I, I I think it's something that you ought to look into. I mean, given given the state of the Bills right now, having two losses already, and you're having some key injuries there, the Dolphins have a couple of injuries that we'll get into a little later. I, this division is still winnable to me. I don't mm-hmm. think the Jets are that far off. And they clearly have a Zach Wilson problem. So I Would feel you like you got to do something. To you give up Would a give up or a rental?
1: For a cousin's rental?
0: Yes. If you win the division, wouldn't it be worth it? Uh,
2: I think it's got to oh, be a team that... Has quarterback issues that could go on a deep playoff run. That's when you go all in for Kirk Cousins, right? So Some quarterback mm-hmm. gets injured and you think you've got something.
1: Ooh. A Maybe South so. team? NFC South? <laughs> Perhaps. Uh-huh. He'd okay. walk in and be the best quarterback in
0: the division, right? hmm Yes. Absolutely he okay. would be.
1: Yeah, and if you think you can be, I mean, you're not going to get a buy, but you, but you would likely win the division. You become the favorite. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, let let's table this and come back to it because I I think this is something we could go on for for a little while and and sort of you know parse the value. But let's move on now to Major League Baseball because we had a, a, an insane finish between the Phillies and the Braves. Phillies had a chance to go up two games to nothing in the series, winning both games on the road. But the Braves came back and won game two in dramatic fashion. Here's a listen. It's a 2-2. Castellanos in the air to right center field. Harris is on the run. Harris at the track. He leaps. And he makes the catch. To double up to end game two. Wow. What a fantastic call by Brian Anderson there. Nick Castellanis' fr- fly ball would have been a home run in five Major League Baseball ballparks. Instead, it turns into a def- defensive gym. Bryce Harper looked like he thought the ball would go over his head, so he strayed a little too far from first base. And then it became a double up. And that ends the ball game as the Atlanta Braves take game two. The series is tied at one game apiece. Uh, Kylie McDaniel wrote this down, uh, Joe, that I found fascinating. The first 8 5 3 double play in postseason history. And what a time to have that happen.
1: So, uh, I mean, where do we focus? The unreal play by Michael Harris, the terrible decision by Bryce Harper, or was it? Or, you know, in my mind, what was underrated. Not a bad decision by Harper. Took a shot. Had
0: to do it. Like, that took two perfect throws, too. No,
1: but, okay, but where exact... No, no, they missed... It got by the cutoff, man. It wasn't... That whole (coughs) thing wasn't perfect.
0: But, I mean, like, the the throw to first was... Perfect. You well, gotta score would... if
1: that drops. If that also if he true. like crashes into the wall oh. and it hits the ground, but the right fielder is right there. He's gotta score on that. He's gotta go. I, I have no but problem where, with that. Where was he? Where was he when it landed when it landed? Uh, what,
0: halfway between second and third? Yeah. 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 I mean he was he had already yeah. rounded second. Yeah. He, he scored he oh, way past second.
1: Right. That's 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 my question. I don't have a problem with that- him rounding second, but as far as he was past second, for, mm-hmm. It trickles past the cutoff, man. And he's like still like, you know, he's not even close to first base. It's not even close. Yeah. What a heads up play by Austin Riley, though. That's yeah. where I was going. Yes. Like the, the Riley part of that was phenomenal. He was the MVP of the game, even though people are going to kill Harper. People are going to praise Harris. Riley, offensively with the homer, that move there to be there and pick it up flawlessly, fire it over, perfect throw that part was the highlight to me but a lot of things had to happen there that was an unbelievable finish we're this close to talking about the braves and dodgers being down 0-2 today
0: riley out of position but still fantastic as you mentioned and you also mentioned the dodgers being down two games to nothing the diamondbacks won four to two a lot of baseball that we will get into later in the program but in the meantime this is becky daily presented by BetMGM. mgm Coming up next, is Joe Burrow back? Does that mean the Bengals are now offering value in the futures markets? That's right here on the Beck Network.